Sanchez, conservative talk show host. I've been waiting for this night to come. Yeah. Now it's time for me to take my place. The makeup running down my face. Broadcasting from his undisclosed bunker studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. Welcome to the show. It's Pat Cassell. Getting to have the pleasure to film. Mr. Sanchez is enjoying his family, uh, grandson's birthday, and I wish him all the best. It's a pleasure to be here, especially get to talk about what happened all week with regard to the waste of time in politics. They, they call it the uh, impeachment hearings. It's more like a joke, a farce. Finally, today, the Trump team actually presented a great case, and I thought they annihilated him. I don't think there's any chance in the world that they're going to impeach the president. But we're not going to talk about that to open the show. We're going to talk about Nevada. We're going to talk about what's going on in Nevada. The governor spoke yesterday at 4 o'clock. And things are going to change starting on the 15th of uh, February. I don't think he realizes Valentine's Day was Sunday. Would have been smarter to open it up better on Sunday. But here's the thing. We can, we're going to be going forward, allowing restaurants to have 35% capacity. 35%. I mean, why? Why did you just keep it at the 25 you want to, why not just go to 50 and make it happen? Instead, we got to wait till March 15th to go to 50%. Why not do it now? Why not let people make money now? Put people back to work now. Generate tax revenue now. And, it, and it's interesting because everybody talks about the mass and how they're necessary, evil to, to curtail the, the, the illness. And now we have all these vaccines starting to come out, although they've rolled it out really slow. But if the vaccines and the mask are really the, the reason for optimism, how, how all of a sudden in the last month are things down turned around and the virus is down 56%? Is it because of the shots? Is it the masks? And then, of course, now they're talking about wearing multiple masks, two, maybe three masks. I have a surefire way not to spread the virus. It's my suggestion to all the states that we, all we need to do is give out plastic bags. Let people put plastic bags over their head and then tape it around their neck. And I can guarantee you no one will spread germs. They'll die because they can't breathe, but no more germs will be spread. Instead, we allow these idiots to go into the casinos and smoke cigarettes with their masks off. Drink alcohol with their masks off. And let me say this. If the, if the friggin' casinos are maintaining a 25% participation Somebody's the numbers are wrong. If you would have went into the casino last Sunday for the Super Bowl, they were probably about 80%. The floor was packed. They weren't outside either. Now, maybe they're looking at it as every four machines are being actively played, but what about the table games? Now, I was listening to the show earlier today, and he was right. I mean, how do you sterilize money, like the, the chips? Chips are like change. You don't want to put it in your mouth. I mean, I don't get this. The hypocrisy is absurd. But I will say this. If our governor's approach would have been a little bit more proactive and say, you know what, we're going to let people go back to work at 50%. We're going to get rid of this, you need a reservation to go into a restaurant at 25%. I mean, how absurd is it that I need a reservation to walk into a pizzeria? This is something wrong with this. So beginning Monday, the reservations are off the table, and we can sit with six people at a table versus four. 
Now, why not just, but, but if you're in an art gallery, you go to a museum. Oh, by the way, racetracks, you could have 50% participation. How many racetracks are in Nevada? Again, I, I haven't seen any racetrack with their horses and whatnot. Oh, yes, right. The, the automobile races, they could get 50%. That's right. I forgot about that. See, I'm so, it's such a popular sport in my mind, in my hemisphere. But I mean, I just look at these numbers and I'm like, why? Te- where do you get 35%? The governor has definitely lost his marbles when it comes to certain things. I listened to him speak, and it really blows my mind. And no, this is not a Republican thing or a Democratic thing. This is simply, let's get people back to work. It's amazing. This is only the beginning. In this show tonight, we're going to discuss a little bit of COVID and the, and the, and the hypocrisy. We'll talk a little bit about the Lincoln Project, these geniuses that were against Trump. Turns out that for months, people knew about um, some sexual harassment that was going on, you could call it. Co-founder Steve Schmidt says he received sorry and he resigned. But it, but it goes along with all the other scumbags involved with that organization, including Scaramucci, who was really pissed off that his girlfriend dumped him, even though he was married, for Junior. Those are some of the little things that are out there. And then we're going to talk about Florida. I want to talk about how... The president of the United States is pissed off at Florida because they won't get on board with him. But what about Iowa? Iowa this week basically said, I think it's it's either it may be beginning this week, no more masks at all. Anywhere you want to go, no more masks are necessary. The numbers are way down. Things are getting better. How's that possible? Is it because of all the vaccines that they're giving out? I don't think so. Like most viruses that are terrible, this thing may be working its way out, except for areas where, that are dirty, like California, New York. Oh, in New York, the great Com- Como, that guy. He's a, if anybody doesn't look at this guy as a clown now, they never will. 9,000 people were forced to go into nursing homes. The man's a killer. He should be tried for murder. That, that, that's exactly what it comes down to. And, and these, these are all the same people who blamed President Trump for being such a bad guy. Now, Trump made a lot of mistakes, but I can, I can assure you he's not responsible for the deaths that we saw. It's not his fault. Maybe he could have been more hands-on. But even Fauci, look at the inconsistencies. Last March, Fauci's saying we don't really need masks. This year he's saying we may need two or three or four. Frankly, if I had to wear two or three, I wouldn't go out. I wouldn't go anywhere. I swear to God I wouldn't. Because I'm out, I can't breathe with one. And the masks are not foolproof. Now, I get it. They're saying if they're like an N95, they, they're, they're stuck to your face, they would be better. Maybe so. Maybe we'd be better off wearing the mask and the, and, and the plastic shield in front of our face in combination. At least there, it wouldn't be so bad. Now, explain this one to me. How can I wear a plastic shield but no mask? And that's legal. Does that make sense? Because there's a lot of air underneath your neck and on the sides that would escape. But again, the, the hypocrisy that we're witnessing and the craziness that we're seeing is insane. And it's amazing how many people, especially seniors, that are terrified to move, to leave the house, they're stuck. And have you seen all the people of that were popular or famous that died so far in one month? Every day it seemed like somebody knew was going to die. It's insane. Not necessarily of COVID. And then when you look at all the other all the other issues in the world like cancer is down 80 percent cancer deaths was down 80 percent since covid was announced is that possible did cancer go away i don't think so 
But these are some of the things that we're seeing, we're hearing. And then when you look at what's going on around the country and you look at our politicians wasting our dollars, the fact that they actually have martial law in in Washington, D.C., any way you look at it, you and I can't go back to D.C. and lobby. You can't even go up to Carson City and lobby. Usually every two years we're up there fighting to see if we can get health insurance premiums aligned with the norm, and that's not happening. The bottom line is right now we have no leadership. Every decision being made in Washington is not one for the people. This $15 minimum wage BS, it's not going to fly. It makes no sense. It should actually be a regional benefit, not nationwide benefit. If you live in Alabama, $30,000 a year is a whole lot more money than the average person makes. Now, Nevada, when you look at what these people make in the casinos, in, in tips, parking cars. Now, I can tell you this. When the casinos started charging valet parking, the valet parkers were making who were making 60 to 80 grand went down to 30 to 40 grand. That's what's going to happen as prices rise, tips are going to drop. Then you're going to have to worry about trying to find people that are willing to work and wait on tables and deal with people that are rude and crude for $15 an hour that won't tip. That's eventually what's going to happen. And the prices of restaurant going out to dinner is going to become so expensive. What's going to happen for the average business? They're not going to be able to. They're not going to, be able to sustain themselves. They're not going to. Be able, they're not going to be able to find the help they're going to need to work. Because when you look at the average waitress or waiter in a place that serves breakfast, they're averaging about forty-two dollars an hour with tips. They get a minimum wage plus tokes. If they have six tables in their in their area, you figure at least they're making in an hour six dollars a table, plus their wage. It's over forty-two dollars an hour. These are the things that they haven't considered. Cocktail waitresses were making $100,000 a year on the strip for years. What happens when they start charging for drinks? That's what's going to have to happen. In order for casinos to sustain their expenses, they're going to have to start charging more. Because in the casino industry, like no other industry you ever heard of, they don't pay, they pay bubkis that are employees. And you know why? Because of tips. They're in a service industry, so if you... They, so if you if somebody hits a jackpot for a thousand bucks, that's usually a twenty or thirty dollar bill to the person who brings over the tax slip to that individual. Cocktail. I, I, my friend's daughter got a ten thousand dollar tip one day from a high high stake gambler at a at a, a craps table. How often do you think that's going to happen? If things start to get to escalate, and they got to start charging for drinks, and if the booze isn't the the, the prime booze. Or they got to charge for smokes when they usually give it used to give it to the gamblers. This is what's happening in the state of Nevada, which is ridiculous. And our people in Nevada need to stand up and say, you know what? Minimum wage at fifteen dollars here is not going to work. The other thing they need they need to do is they need to classify how minimum wage works. For example, if you're going to work in a McDonald's or you're working in a pizzeria, should you pay somebody who's t- who's cashing at the cashier fifteen dollars an hour? Is that really what we're supposed to be doing? Now, what do you think the part-time jobs are going to go when that happens? It's going to go out the window. We know that this is going to curtail between 3.6 and 4.2 million jobs net-net when it's all said and done. Casino, The casino industry, as well as all these other industries, are going to start going to automation. And Sisolak wants to keep us open at 35%. 
We need to get these businesses open and getting some money in their pockets now before it's too late, ladies and gentlemen. This is what we need to do in the United States across the country. We need to start opening things up. The fact that this president actually made the mention that we're going to open up schools one day a week? Really? Wow. One day a week. The other four days, you got to stay home because we don't want to spread the virus. But the one day you can go to work. I mean, I go to school. These are the kind of things that we're hearing. And yet we're paying these teachers lots of money. They're lucky I'm not president of the United States because I would simply say to the teachers, if you don't go back to work, you're on you're fired. Just like Reagan did with the air traffic controllers. You're gone. We have got to get our kids back to school. We're, take, we're robbing our youth of their youth. And that's the problem. My name is Pat Casale. This is the Steve Sanchez Show. The number here is 702-257-5396. 702-257-5396. We come back. I got Khalid. I got Charles. And hopefully you. Give us a call. We'll be right back after this. Groundbreaking talk for a nation on the brink. You're experiencing Steve Sanchez. We're back. My name is Pat Casale. It's a pleasure to be here. The phone number is 702-257-5396. You know, not only do we have to deal with a governor of Nevada seeking to destroy our businesses and our economy, except for the casinos and anything that's public that the government run, but what about now that there's going to be a bill out next Tuesday, they're going to make a, they're going to vote on renaming McCarran Airport after Harry Reid. Whorehouse Harry Reid is going to have an airport named after him. It's unbelievable. Harry Reid has had has, has a reputation of being everything from a carpetbagger to a whoremaster. Man, hey, by the way, Whorehouse Harry got that name deservingly so. It's amazing. We are, re, we are financing failure in the United States at, at, at a rampant pace. Hey, the phone number here is 702-257-5396. That's 257-5396. We go to Khalid. My man, how are you? I didn't realize you lived in California, by the way. Hello, Khalid. No, Khalid. Hang in there, buddy. We'll get you. We're going to get you back. We're going to get you on there. Uh, how about Charles in line two? Hi, Charles. Are you there? Of course I'm here, sir. How are you? How are you, sir? Well, I've, I'm making a wager right now that the over-under on uh, Basement Joe lasting six months. And I'll take all bets that you don't make it six months before we got Kamala Harris as our president. I agree with you, 100%. And as far as what uh, what they did to yesterday, uh, it's just like, yeah, you don't have a clue. He's just completely clueless of what's going on. But 35, what, what do you get 35%, Charles? Where? How's that possible? Like you pull a rabbit out of you know where, and it ain't a hat. And you, and I'll let you use your imagination. Oh, you mean from the from his backside? I could I could see right. that. I like to know where the money he was when he for the nine for the uh, October first uh, shooting, where that went. Well, it, the, the thing that they you they have to worry about at this point is is that revenues are down in all the casinos. They're, they're closing down. Um, I don't know how many people I know that were like you say valets, cocktails, people that had good paying jobs. They're bankrupt. They, you know, they, they've lost their homes. They, they've lost everything. And as far as small businesses go, there's been tens of thousands that will never ever recover, no matter what they do at this point. It's just been too long. The only the only mistake Trump made was believing that little weasel when he said two million people were going to die and close initiate the closing of the country down in the first place. 
You know, when he closed down travel into the United States, I didn't I, I didn't look at it from a, in a bad way. I thought that was brilliant. But like you just said, he might it might have been a mistake to shut everything down as fast as he did. Listening to these these pundits and they're, they're these geniuses of silence. And by the way, I had COVID. My wife had COVID. My daughter and I lost my mother to COVID. I get it. And you don't know. And there's no way of really knowing. There's no way of tracing where she, the steps and how my mother might have gotten. And we came up with multiple ways. It could have been she got in a casino. I just don't know. But the biggest problem is people just don't know how to deal with it, and the lack of education being provided by the upper tier, other than wearing masks, is ridiculous. Well, first off, masks, as, as we both know, are completely ineffective. You, you, you watch anybody who, who works on this stuff in, in a lab or anything else, they're wearing a full hazmat suit. They look like they're, they're in a, a spacesuit from Mars or something. It, the, the little masks we got, the cotton masks, they stop anything up to the size of 10 microns. Now, the virus is 0.025 microns or smaller. There's no way the masks have any way of stopping them or slowing, even slowing them down. The, that whole concept is just beyond belief. It, it, anyone who's, who's taken any kind of hazmat course uh, would tell you that eh, this isn't quite with what they're telling you need to do. But the whole country's falling for it. They've got people scared to death that everyone's going to die. Well, wait a minute. Last time I checked, the hospitalizations are down nationwide in every state. Uh, 56%. Deaths, yeah, and deaths are way, way down because they found therapeutics to treat this stuff. And they had therapeutics in the get-go, but they politicized so much that the hydro... The, uh, I took hydroxychloroquine myself, sure. and it worked. And I'll tell you something else. There's another thing that they could have given my mother, and I don't know if they, they helped my mother. It would, would have been Invermectin. I have a friend of mine whose mother was 84. They thought she was going to die. When they demanded Invermectin, they, they gave that woman one, one shot of Invermectin, and within a week they gave her the second one while she was in rehab because they had her rehabbing because she came back and she was fine. So I'm going to sit here and tell you I believe, I, I agree with you 100%, Charles. And this, yeah, because I've had several friends who've had the, had the virus. And I had one that, that was hospitalized for two days. To the massive course of antibiotics, he was they what they didn't put him on a ventilator. They were talking about it. Within two days, he was out of the hospital and he was back to normal. Two days. Again, I think it depends on the hospitals you're in and the region you're in. Charles, I got to run to go to a break. I appreciate your call. I hope you call again. It was a pleasure talking to you. My name is Pat Casal. I'm filling in for my good friend Steve Sanchez. Thank you. And uh, we're talking to you at 702-257-5396. If you are one who believes calling people, start calling your congresspeople, your senators, whatever, Harry Reid should not be the name on our airport. I demand you, I don't demand, I'm asking you to call and make a demand that they don't do that. Another change that should not happen. We'll be right back after this. So we had somebody today come out and basically make a comment um, that the Trump legal team 
was showed clips of black lawmakers was disproportionate to those that were firing away that were white. I mean, we didn't hear about, we didn't see much. We saw Schumer, we saw Pelosi and company, but but it was because we showed Maxine Waters and Cory Booker's, the Kamala Harris's, the Rashida Tlaib's. We had Ilhan Omar and AOC is a is Latino, Latina, so she's a person of color. And isn't it interesting they want to try to make this into a, some type of racial profiling? The truth be told is Maxine Waters is has been a degenerate her whole life. She she broke rules and regulations with to help her husband who was in the banking industry. It's fact. That's not a lie. It's a fact. She stood there in front of a bunch of people saying, "If you see Republican leadership, get in their faces. Why they're sitting here and tell them we don't want them here." What do you think is going to happen when that continues? Cory Booker, Kamala Harris was posting bail for criminals, scumbags. She was posting bail. This is the vice president of the United States. Rashida Tlaib, she called Donald Trump an MFer. You know, you guys remember that? Ilhan Omar. It's not because of their color that we're going after them. It's we're, we're going after them because of what they said. Bernie Sanders should be prosecuted to the to the nth, the, the nth degree, considering what happened during that baseball game just about three years ago. Because of his words. A shooter tried to kill Republican leadership. The president of the United States, Joe Biden, wanted to take said, "I'd like to take Trump in the back of the house, back of the building, whip his behind, kick his ass." That was what he said. But hey, that's that's those are not fighting words. But what Trump did, and here's the other thing: by their own admission, they knew about what was going to happen on January 6th before it happening. Why weren't they prepared? If you knew there was going to be an invasion of some sort, where was the preparation? How come they weren't prepared for that like they were prepared for the inauguration? And when they implemented capital, um, not capital punishment, that's funny, martial law, where, where were they then? I mean, that's the truth. And oh, by the way, they, don't, they didn't show the video when Trump was basically being spoke that same day about these people should stand down and not be violent. No, no, no. Trump's words and his tweets created this this angst. And Joe Biden right now in office, you don't think there are 75 million people? Let's just assume the number of 80 million for Biden, 75 million for Trump is accurate, which I don't believe it is, but let's say it was. Look how divided we are. How close are we to civil unrest in the United States of America? This country is in trouble, man. Hey, the number here is 702-257-5396. What did you think of this entire masquerade ball that was on in Washington, D.C.? And they didn't do a damn thing positive for this country, but they sat around and made videos and BS about Donald Trump's final moments in office. They want to impeach a non-elected official. And if you listen to Mark Levin, they want to, there are parts of this country that want to, they want to censure a private citizen. What is our country coming to? Are we now a communist country? We are stripping our citizens of the very freedoms that were given to us, provided to us by the leadership of the parents of this company, uh, country, going back to, you know, revolution. We broke off from England for a reason. We wanted our own independence. We came up with a bill of rights and a constitution 
And everything that they were afraid that was going to happen is happening today, right before our very eyes. People think that the government, the bigger they are, the better it is. $15 minimum wage. What happens with inflation? How do you afford, how are you going to afford it? These are the things that are happening. This is the ignorance that we're seeing. Jobs are going to become automated and they're going to be less and less good paying jobs. Again, the number 702-257-5396. We go to my buddy Brady. How are you, sir? Brady, my Hello. man. How are can you? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hey, I was going to say, did you, did you watch what was going on today with that uh, sham impeachment trial? <sighs> and how I've never seen such embarrassing uh, wimps, libtards, communists, I don't know, whatever you want to call these Democrats today. They are vile, wretched people. They're scumbags. What, what Trump needs to do when he gets acquitted for this and he gets let off, is that he needs to file a lawsuit immediately, the second one he's let off, because he's a private citizen, and sue the hell out of these Democrats for libel, slander, everything that they accuse him of. And as far as I'm concerned, how in the hell is stand back and stand by fighting words or riot inciting words? Who, whoever figured that one out? You know, because they want to they classify the Proud Boys as terrorists because— Trump said, stand back and stand by. As far as I know, in like military training, that just means to be on call in case something happens. That doesn't mean to attack like the Democrats are saying. So they need to go after these idiots for libel and slander. I would agree. You know, know, the problem is I don't think there's a court in the land that will fight for him any longer. And again, I've said this to you before. I thought thought his legal team earlier in the week, what what they provided was absolutely horrible. But I honestly thought at the beginning of the week, the way they presented this, they're, they're working against the president, not for him, or President Trump, not for him. No, I, I agree. But, like, now he's in, a, he's in a civil court. He's not in a political court. He can do his things as a private citizen. Same with Sisolak. Now that what's going to happen in California with Newsom, when he gets impeached coming up in the next few months and he gets sued into oblivion, we're going to use that as a president and start suing all these governors like Sisolak for not opening our schools up yet they allow international flights into Las Vegas. What in the hell is going on? I've spent a whole year now raising my son in the house. It is getting old. This is getting a bunch of BS. There's no sports. There's nothing for the kids. No events. You can't go to a concert. Yet they allow international flights in, and they open the borders up now to Mexico for all of them to come to Vegas. I got to be honest. I don't understand how anybody with any sense of a brain could open up the borders and just say, come on in, especially when you can't. You, you know, we have a, we have a pandemic as, as bad as things are, they, they claim. How is that possible? Why are we not? Why are we doing something about that? Well, how about the law where he just changed? Well, he did the executive order where Trump has said, well, if, you, if you're coming here to seek asylum from these countries like Mexico or Guatemala, you're supposed to stay in Mexico and wait for your court date. You cannot wait in the U.S. What does Biden do? He says, come on in. And what do they do when they get their court date? They never show up. So all these people that are now at the border, we're going to have millions and millions within the next six months coming in. And then we'll never win an election again because how automatically— where we, where, How do we put them to work? They go on unemployment. That's the, that's the whole game. How they do you want to If you never worked, though, you don't qualify for unemployment. How do we pay them? They get on the dime right away. The government pays them just by crossing because they're poor. They're a citizen now. They get welfare. They get a car. They get housing assistance. They get food stamps. I don't know how they're going to make. I don't know how they're going to make them citizens that quickly. That doesn't seem right. 
Seems illogical. That happens all the time. That's exactly what happens. They get their driver's license. They're registered. The Democrats have that on their mail-in voting list. There they go. There's their extra 2 million votes that they need. They do it every time. You know, it'll be interesting to see. I just think that our president, the president, the former president of the United States, made a lot of mistakes with regard to, you know, voting voting ID, voter registration, et cetera. And, 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 it, may, and it may burden us for the, forever. I mean, our lifetimes. And I'm telling you, what's scary is they are leaning towards communism. It's scary as hell. It, what, what, I would, what I would propose to do then, if you're going to let all these immigrants in, uh, can I say illegal immigrants? I can't even know what they call them these days, if I'm being uh, politically correct or not. But uh, we, we need to say, you can't vote for the next 15 years. You're welcome to come here, but you're not going to be able to vote. They need to put that in the law. That, that, that has to be done. And we have to put into law a national voter ID card and do away with this mail-in BS because if we don't have that changed, I don't care how many people vote for Trump, that algorithm in that computer is going to compute something 10% higher than whatever the votes were for Trump. They do it. They know how to do it. They're caught at it. In fact, there's many systems, the Dominion systems, they are busted as hell, but yet the Democrats say, there's no fraud because the courts weren't going to take the case. The Supreme Court doesn't take the case. That doesn't mean that there was an illegal activity in voter fraud just because they didn't take the case. What they're trying to portray to us now, they say Trump's inciting violence because there was voter, no voter fraud. Well, that's a bunch of BS. We all know what happened. We all know what happened. Joe Biden did not get the votes he did. He probably got 50 million, and Trump got about 80 million or well, 90 uh, million. I, think those, I just think numbers. they should have presented their case better. I thought they failed dramatically. And the, and the pre, I think I think his legal team sucks to tell you the truth, including Rudy Giuliani. But that's a whole other story. How, how do we have a Supreme Court that doesn't take a case like this? The biggest case in the yeah, because of- but uh, so you have to remember when you present a case before uh, the court, the case has to make sense, and the and the sense that they tried to make Brady was they wanted to overturn an election and award it to the other guy, which would have been totally wrong on every level. Because if you even if there was improprieties, you have to have another vote. And then see where the chips fall. And the reason I tell you that is because then you really would be disenfranchising voters. You can't do that. You would have to do you, in those states. Five or six states in question had a new vote. Go through the whole process again and see where the chips fall. Either way, to me, that would have been the be- that could have been acceptable and have been hard to say no to. But say we want you to overturn the election and award it to the guy, a guy who supposedly lost is not the way to do things. It's just irresponsible. That's just Brady. If you think about it. It, it, it sets a precedence that every election from now to kingdom come will be will be would be sued and and be overthrown overthrown. And I really believe that the Supreme Court was not wrong in the way they handled this. Well, one thing with the Supreme Court, though, you're telling me they couldn't of all the different lawsuits. You have all these different things and the accusations. You got witnesses. You got statements. You got. You're telling me not one of these courts could take a case that was relevant to establish precedent. There is something screwed up with this country. There was plenty of evidence. Why can't one court, or why couldn't one court take a case? There's something in that with the coup that they did. It's all part of a Democratic coup, and it goes all the Again, way back to Soros and Obama. I'm telling I, you. I, I'm not, gonna, I'm not saying you're right or wrong. I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. I'm just telling you that the way the case was presented did not fit, and that's what the problem was. Brady, I appreciate the call, my friend. It was good talking to you. We come back. We got Ben. We got Carl. We got JD. And we hopefully love you at 702 257 5396. We'll be right back after this.
Hey, my name is Pat Cassell. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a Friday night. Mr. Steve is out with his family, enjoying them. You know, um, as we go into this next, close out this first hour, if you're out there and you have a voice and you want it to be heard, I mean, I can't imagine our airport going from McCarran Airport to Harry Reid Airport. I just think it's just something appalling about that. Now, if they want to rename Reno's airport after Harry, that's where he's from the north, go for it. But now you're not really in the south. I think it's totally ridiculous. And if you want your voice to be heard, call your legislators today or this weekend and make sure that they hear from you with regard to this because this is crazy. This is totally wrong. We need your support to get this stopped. My name is Pat Casal. This is the Steve Sanchez Show. We go to the phones. We got Mr. Ben. Thank you for waiting so patiently, sir. How yeah, are you? Thanks. Uh, I I, um, I I called because I wanted to say there's a holiday coming up uh, next week, and I don't mean Valentine's Monday. Day. Yeah, uh, President's Day. Well, it is now going to be known this year as past President's Day in lieu of the fact that this idiot lied and cheated his way into the White House. What do you mean it's past President's Day? I'm, I'm lost. I didn't hear that one. They really well, changed Well, we're going to honor all the past presidents prior to Biden. Oh, okay. I mean, I could see that, too. Yeah, By, Biden, it, I don't think he's long for the job. I mean, he doesn't seem very stable, but I no. could be wrong. But uh, he, he uh, and it's insofar as uh, renaming the airport, if they do that, I will forever call it the Las Vegas airport. Yeah, you know, and part of the reason they're going after McCarran is because the old man, Senator McCarran, they said he was a racist. I mean, everybody was a racist. I mean, can you, Abe Lincoln was a racist. Do you know what's funny? George Washington was, you know, he had slaves. Do you know his best yeah. friend was a slave? And, and he also, yeah. when he died, he bequeathed him his freedom and money. He gave, him, he gave him a pension. How many people know about that? I didn't know about it. Yes, it's a fact. That's Great. Little All things right, we learn. Anything else, sir? No, thank you for hearing me out. I enjoyed it. Call me anytime. It was a pleasure. Okay. You take care, Ben. We go to Carl. All right. Hello, Carl. How are you? How's it going, my friend? Yeah, good, Pat. Hope you're doing well. Hanging in there. Uh, the best I listen, can. Listen, I called the other night and talked to Steve, and I can't get through with him. But I want to explain something real quick. Trump could give a rat's you-know-what about this whole procedure what's going on now what he's scared to death of is the civil actions georgia is now having a criminal investigation which they will probably come up with indictments and charges against him southern district of new york has got a, a case of a mile long against him for bank fraud um uh, tax fraud money laundering everything else against him and certain members of his family he can't get out of it. That's why he wanted to stop that count at the um, Congress, to stop the, the Senate, to stop the count for the presidential count. Because if uh, he can't do anything, he can't help himself. Nobody can help him. It's in civil uh, actions. And nobody can pardon him for civil actions. And he's scared to death of what's going on. You really believe that, huh? Uh, oh, definitely. Well, what, what do you think? He's gonna. He may end up in prison. He can't do anything about the. He's got so many civil charges in New York that it's ridiculous, and they have proof of got so much stuff that he's that he's committed. I gotta so tell you, Carl, if you, if you'd have brought up another state like Georgia, you make a case for Georgia. I probably would listen to you. Anything in New York, that the whole state is a fraud. You got a mayor of New York City 
whose wife misplaced $850 million, what did they do? Nothing. He'll never see a day in court in New York. Now, Georgia, I haven't heard about that, but if what you said is true, that I would be more concerned with. But but New York City? New York is just totally up for grabs between what Como did and, and I mean, the whole state of New York is just, oh, it's terrible. Yeah, but they've got a tremendous amount of charges against him with a lot of proof, uh, and they're going to bring it to court. And, and civil court in Southern District of New York, and he can't he can't win, he can't do anything. He's going to be convicted of a lot of crimes. I'm telling you, mark my words, listen to what I'm saying. Listen, and if, if you're right, I promise you this, like I did the last time, I, on the air, I will openly say you were right, I was wrong, but I don't see New York, I don't I don't think they're going to prosecute the pre- this former president. I don't think they really want that problem. But as always, Carl, thanks. Good talking to you. We come back. We got J.D. We have Julie. We'll have you if you want to call. 702-257-5396. Love to talk to you about all this stuff. A lot, lot, lot going on. What did you think about this hearing? We're going to go to the top of the hour break. We come back. Let's hear from you. Right back after this.